Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia, the podcast for the built-in sleep timer. Do you even know what a sleep timer is? No. Because you didn't have access to a television in your bedroom. You can set your TV, at least you could, I'm sure you still can, to turn off after a set amount of minutes, knowing that you'll be asleep by then. Oh my good God. Well, at least it won't stay on all night. You I know? guess. Just turn your minute, television off and go to bed. Minute. No, this is so you can... Turn it off. So you Go can use it as a crutch to fall asleep like mm-hmm. many of us did, me included. Kate, have you ever seen... The Dick Van Dyke Show. Starring Dick Van Dyke. Rosemary. Maury Amsterdam. Larry Matthews. And Mary Tyler Moore. The Dick Van Dyke Show. What do you know about it? I know that it has Dick Van Dyke in it. Have you seen it? No. What do you know about it besides That's all I know. that? Come on. That's truly all you I know. You know more. You know the intro? Famous. And then he trips on an ottoman. It was uh, kind of close, I guess, to what it sounds it like. Anything else? That's it. All right. So we're starting from a blank slate. That is okay, Kate. Here's all the info you need to know. The Dick Van Dyke Show ran on CBS from October 3rd, 1961 to June 1st, 1966. In that time, they made five seasons and 158 episodes. It was created by Carl Reiner. Do you know anything about Carl Reiner? I see Rob Reiner's dad. He sure is. That's all I know. Rob Reiner grew up like kind of on the set of this show. That's nice. And then went on to, you know, be a sitcom star himself and a director in his own right. The premise of this show is that Dick Van Dyke plays Rob Petrie, or Petrie, who's a writer for a comedy TV show within the show called The Alan Brady Show. Ooh, wacky. 30 Rock definitely has some, you know, Dick Van Dyke DNA in it in that way. Mary Tyler Moore plays his wife, Laura Petrie, and the show is basically a mix of family sitcom at home and workplace sitcom at his job on the uh, in the writer's room of The Alan Brady Show. Carl Reiner previously worked as a writer and a performer for Sid Caesar and Imogene Coco's TV show, which was called Your Show of Shows in the 1950s. Mel Brooks also worked there uh, as a writer. Woody Allen was a writer towards the end of that. So it was kind of a breeding ground for some pretty famous uh, writers and performers of the future when they were young. So obviously the Alan Brady show aspect of this is kind of based on Carl Reiner's experience. And Reiner plays Alan Brady, the boss, you know, within the show of the show. He's the creator of the show, plays the star of the fake show in the show. Does that make sense? Yes. A little history of Dick Van Dyke himself. He got his start as a radio DJ in the 1940s. Then he was uh, one half of a mime duo. We know you love mimes. That performed at comedy clubs. Uh, and then he began having various roles on television. He was a news anchor. He was a variety show MC. He was a guest star on scripted shows in the 50s. He kind of did a little bit of everything. He was hustling. He was. He originated the male lead in Bye Bye Birdie in the original production in 1960. So he was on Broadway. All of this success uh, led to him getting the star and role on this show. As you know, the Dick Van Dyke show, you know, they named it after him and everything. So Mary Poppins came out during this show. I thought it was kind of interesting when I was doing the research. He's hustling. Like, when was Mary Poppins? So it was right in the middle. And he was cast in that because he was so successful on this. The Disney team saw this show, They obviously. saw it and they said, that man could really do a Cockney accent. <laughs> yeah, they were a little wrong, but They were still. not correct. 
I want to talk more about Mary Tyler Moore, but we're going to save that for when we do an episode about the Mary Tyler Moore show. We'll get right. her whole history. It's very interesting. But long story short, she had been in commercials. She was doing bit roles on TV, and then she got cast on this, and this is her big break. This show, of course, The Dick Van Dyke Show, is a major success. It's considered one of the best sitcoms of all time. Uh, they reunited once where they were like in character and did a scripted show in 2004. Uh, in the 1970s, there was a show called The New Dick Van Dyke Show, but it is unrelated to this. Huh. It's not the Rob Petrie character. It's Dick Van Dyke is a totally different character. Just wanted to mention that. And it aired on Nick at Night, the Dick Van Dyke show, the original, from 1991 to 2000. And we are going to watch two episodes. Season 2, episode 20, It May Look Like a Walnut. And season 3, episode 1, That's My Boy. Uh, before we watch, though, as we've done on pretty much all of these Nick at Night episodes, I want to show you a quick promo. Could you grab your headphones, please? Dick Van Dyke is Robert Petrie, who comes home, hugs Laura, and accidentally trips over that thing. But sometimes he doesn't do that because they changed it. Instead, he skirts it with a nifty step. And there's yet another version. He clears the ottoman, but ironically, he stumbles on the rug. After that, Rob and Sally and Buddy shake hands. Then the episode title comes up, obscuring Richie. And notice Rob shakes hands with Buddy again. And that's it. I like to think that you are... Rob Petrie in that intro. Because he trips over things? He trips over the ottoman, and then he, the next, you know, in a different version of the intro, like, skirts it with a little nifty step, and then trips on the rug. Ouch. Listen, tell me that I'm incorrect. I am a bit clumsy. Uh, you know, it is a huge compliment being compared to yeah. Rob Petrie. You should be so, so lucky. Tyler, I'll take it. You win. You win. Here are your walnuts back. My walnuts? Yeah, the ones you strewed all over the living room floor. Now, why would I do that? Because I teased you last night? Oh, Rob, you know I don't do silly things like that. Well, if you didn't do it, then who did? Well, maybe it was Kolak or one of his friends from the planet Twilo. Hi, Daddy! Hi, Rich. You have your breakfast? Yeah, I had a nice bowl of hot walnuts. <laughs> also, Dick Van Dyke is still alive, which, like, really blows my mind. Oh, you shouldn't say that. You're going to curse also, this episode. Is, is he eating olives in bed? Walnuts. Oh, okay. Look. The Petries have a TV in their bedroom uh -huh. in the 60s and two separate beds. Yeah, they have separate beds. And Dick Van Dyke is eating walnuts or olives <laughs> or something in his bed. <laughs> Look, he's got like a whole snack table. <laughs> so they're watching like a Twilight Zone-esque type program, right? Like a scary program on the television. And Lara's like under the bed. Yeah. She's, she's like, scary. I do not want to watch this. And Dick Van Dyke is watching it but is also scared <laughs> now he's accidentally smothering his wife with a pillow ah, ha 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 also their hair as two people about to go to bed is shocking <laughs> he's shellacked brill creamed to within an inch of his life with a part that could cut glass <laughs> and hers is two feet tall yep dick van dyke's teeth are next level this husband summarizing a movie that the wife, like, doesn't really care about but just needs to hear the end of is very relatable. Look at his little snack dishes. <laughs> this marriage is too silly. <laughs> hmm, you don't say. I say it as someone whose marriage is very silly. 
Is this every night? This is exhausting. <laughs> he's just torturing her. She's trying to sleep now, and he's just, like, doing bits from the, the spooky show he just described. Look at Dick Van Dyke's wacky suit. I love it. He's it, he's tall. Like, he's really ectomorphic. Look at him. Is the whole family, like, just roasting him? Yeah. I'm about it. His small son is like, I love walnuts. I'm going to eat my bag of walnuts. Woohoo! God, look at those little juice glasses they're drinking out of. So tiny. He would not give up last night. So now his wife is just making him eat walnuts for breakfast. Now his people at work are only eating walnuts. I'm here for it. I don't want this to be a dream. I want everyone in his life to be roasting him. Everyone in his life is gaslighting him about walnuts It's amazing. I love seeing a man get gaslit. It's a nice change. Dick Van Dyke's real good looking in like a 60s kind of way, right? I can see it. Dick Van Dyke's mouth is doing a lot of acting here. I love how disobedient Mary Tyler Moore is. It makes me feel very happy. You ever scare yourself by like watching a scary movie? All the time. Or like reading a scary book? It was always like watching uh, Discovery... I think Unsolved Mysteries or something like that. They made a whole channel for it eventually, but before they did, yes. Unsolved Mysteries, Forensic Files. Did you? Yeah, but it was usually like with books... Now he's opening the doors and the walnuts are just shooting out of the closet like the shining. Oh my god, now she's she's rolling on the walnuts. She's swimming through them. Alright, so Mary Tyler Moore just punched him. At his request. Sadly it was a dream and everyone wasn't gaslighting him. I wish. I, I would like I wanna uh, talk to you. Oh that was uh, this, that was the Peters on the phone. Oh. The, the, the flower people. They uh, they're coming over here in just in a few minutes. They are? Yeah. Honey, I hate to have to tell you this. We have the wrong uh, flowers. Is something bothering you? No, I, I, just, I love you very much. Honey, how, how much do you like that baby? Already. Oh, honey, I'm not getting... Oh, that Dr. Spock knows everything that man <laughs> He doesn't know everything in the whole world. For instance, he doesn't know that you are one in 50 million. Thank you, darling. Don't thank me. Laura, <laughs> did you know that one out of every 50 million women has the wrong baby? Well, that's a cute trick. How does she manage it? <laughs> honey, she doesn't have it while she's having it. After she has it, she has it. <laughs> trying to tell me that we have the wrong baby all right so we're doing like a weird flashback episode where dick van dyke is convinced that they got the wrong baby when they went home from the hospital he was convinced yeah in the in the past has he not seen his own baby i guess it's the late 50s he's so mad at this baby also instead of sharing his suspicions that like his baby is not his own baby it's like do not share this with your wife do not upset her or rile her up in any way. Alright, so it's pretty funny. You could see the punchline coming from a mile away. I just love that the Peters came all the way over here knowing this is going to be hilarious. Look, now they have some new friends. Yeah. Alright, there you go. Alright, that was fun. That was a treat. See? It made me feel okay, even though I forgot to press my tofu this afternoon, which we have to go do right now. Ah, there's that scary drawing of Dick it's Van Dyke scary, again, though. He looks like eight, he looks like 50 years yeah, older. It's so in that. weird. The Dick drawing Van Dyke doesn't even look like credits. that now. No, he looks better than like that currently. The Crypt Keeper. Alright, that was, that was super duper Isn't fun. Isn't that a good show? I like how anxious he is. It's very high quality, very funny. Um, I think for anxious men. He seems to, so far, he's the butt of, uh... Yeah, the butt the of joke most jokes. of yeah. both episodes. Every single person is in on it except him. 
or is laughing at him as the punchline at the end. It's pretty funny. It is funny. Yeah, he's not like a, a very serious father knows best yeah. type. All right, there you go, the Dick Van Dyke Show. Next time uh, we cover Nick at Night, maybe we'll watch the Mary Tyler Moore Show. She gets her own, cuts l- the man loose and gets her own series. All right, I'm out of here. How can you help Nick at Night in preserving our television heritage? This is Friday, Joe Friday, Dobie Gillis, and that's 86 and 99. The next time you choose a pet's name, why not look to your TV heritage? Little Mel here thinks it's a great idea. And maybe, just maybe, you could honor your television heritage when a blessed event arrives. We're calling him Agarn. Would mean a lot to Nick at night and to our television heritage.